Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Have you ever paid attention if your anger affects relationships with your loved ones, with your spouse, with your kids, how your kids are around you, the way they respond? Does your anger affect your relationships? I think so. And we'll be talking about that today. I was talking with a client this week and she was sharing with me how in four weeks she noticed a huge change in the relationships between her and her kids because she's been working on herself in my coaching container. One of her daughters was lying a lot and it was mostly because of how she was afraid her mom would react because her mom would react in rage and lots of anger when she would catch her daughter lying. Now that the mom has been working on herself consistently in the last four years, she said, my daughter has been telling me the truth because she's not afraid of my angry reactions because I've been able to stay composed and grounded and collected most of the time. And her daughter feels safe enough to share with her the truth even if it's a little scary. So let's talk about how your anger affects the relationships with your loved ones. There's a few verses from the Bible that I want to read to you about anger, and then we'll kind of dive deep a little bit how that means it's affecting your relationships. James 1, 19 and 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to be angry because human anger does not produce righteousness that God desires, which means when we are experiencing anger, oftentimes we say and do hurtful things, which is not the righteousness of God that he wants us to have. And when we are, when it says you need to be slow to anger and slow to speak and quick to listen. Typically, when we're angry, what happens? We want to speak, majority of us, especially if you are on the explosive side of anger. You don't want to listen to the other person's perspective. You just want to speak and you want to speak loudly and push your agenda on the other person which does not produce righteousness of God and we tend to say hurtful things that we regret. Proverbs 15:1 A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. How many times have you said something harsh to your kids and then they react in more anger and more frustration and more emotional turmoil? But a gentle answer turns away wrath. Isn't that the hardest thing to do? 
I still believe it is a really hard thing to do and it's possible. It's possible with God's help and the support, knowing also what to do and how to do it because oftentimes we're told what to do, but we're not taught how to do it as we're growing up. Proverbs 15.8, a hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Well, this is hard because... Yes, when we are hot-tempered, when we are feeling angry and agitated and frustrated, we will stir up conflict. Sometimes we just want to because, you know what? First of all, we're sinners. Second of all, it's like, I want to prove my point. And you know what? I will keep on pressing because I want to get things my way. Why? Because we're sinners and we want things our way. It makes us feel safer and it's hard to give up control. But the one who is patient calms a quarrel calms like the conflict the one who is patient calms it don't we all all want this like i totally want this to remain patient and calm in the midst of chaos colossians 3 8 but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these anger rage malice slander and filthy language from your lips well, I'll tell you what, when you are in rage and when you are in anger, you will have slander. You will have filthy language. Have you ever said hurtful things to your kids? Have you ever swore at your kids? And you're filled with remorse and shame and guilt knowing, especially that you are a Christian mom, a Christian individual, you should never say things like that. And you feel so much shame and guilt for doing that. Proverbs 14.29, because you know it's wrong, because you know it's sinful. Proverbs 14.29, whoever is patient has great understanding, but the one who is quick-tempered displays folly. The Bible clearly tells us those that have a quick temper and that easily get angered are foolish, and we do foolish things when we are angry. We say and do hurtful things that we regret. So if you think about it, how does anger re- affect your relationships it directly affects your relationships it creates lots of tension it creates yelling screaming cold treatments hurtful things that are said and done maybe even destructive things that are said and done maybe even abuse rough you're mean you're unpleasant you're trying to control others when The Bible clearly tells you you need to have self-control. And the biggest thing is sinful choices. You do sinful, hurtful things when you are in anger and rage. And if you want to understand more about what's going on in your brain, I will link some episodes in the show notes about what is going on in your brain when you are experiencing emotions. The biggest thing is that part of the brain that helps you make positive choices is offline. And that's why it's so important and valuable to learn what to do when you're feeling angry. So then you don't make sinful choices and you don't do things that are hurtful and destructive to those that you love. It literally creates Anger creates an emotional rift between the people that matter the most to you. So if you took a few minutes right now to just sit down and write down 10 words that would describe you in regards to how you are towards your children and towards your spouse, be honest 
Be truly honest with yourself. What are some words that maybe your kids tell you that you are, or maybe you say these to yourself at the end of the night because you're filled with so much shame, guilt, and remorse. Do you ever say to yourself, I'm an angry mom. I'm rough. I'm so aggressive with my kids. I'm a mean mom. I'm loud. I'm unkind. Or are you able to say these things to yourself? I'm loving. I'm kind. I'm compassionate. I'm understanding. I'm empathetic. I am emotionally stable. I am calm. I am grounded. I am patient. So let's take these two extremes, right? There's mom one, the one that is struggling with feeling angry and rough and says hurtful things often. And then a mom who's loving, kind and understanding and compassionate and patient. How do you think the relationships are in the home would be affected by mom number one? Do you think the kids feel safe to come and be next to her to tell her the truth when they did mess up? Do you think her husband wants to hang out with her and do nice things to her? Or do you think her kids are avoiding her and are resistant to cooperating her because there's no connection between her and her kids? Do you think her spouse just avoids her and scrolls on his phone all the time because he just doesn't want to be around a wife who's cranky and crabby and mean and, and rude and disrespectful all the time? What about mom number two, who's loving and kind and compassionate and understanding and empathetic and joyful and emotionally stable and calm and grounded and patient? How do you think the relationships in her home are? Do you think her kids feel safe coming to her and sharing their struggles? Do you think her husband wants to come home and spend time with her? Yes, he does. Why? Because she's creating an environment where he wants to be around, where the kids want to be around, where the kids look forward to spending time with her. You get to do motherhood once, my friend, just one time. More than anything, the enemy wants to keep you stuck and he wants to keep you in this rage cycle. Why? Well, first of all, because you sin. You make sinful choices. And the second thing is, it hurts your relationships. Your kids feel unsafe around you. Your spouse doesn't want to be in your presence. You feel so much shame and guilt for living this double life. Maybe you even lead a Bible study at church. But at home, you're a completely different person. And you wish nobody would see the way you are and the way you treat your kids and your spouse behind closed doors. This is exactly where the enemy wants you. Stuck in shame, in guilt, in destructive and hurtful behaviors towards those people that truly matter the most to you. I know that your spouse, if you're married, and your children are the people that matter the most to you. And you end up hurting them the most with this uncontrollable anger that you're dealing with on a regular basis. I want you to ask yourself this question. If nothing changes, where are you going to be five years from now? 
How will your relationships be with your kids then and with your spouse? I remember when I was in therapy about five years ago, one of the questions my therapist asked me that was truly life-changing for me. She asked me, she's like, if nothing changes, are you willing to live like this for the rest of your life? And I remember clearly what I said. I said, I probably could, but I know I don't want to. And then her question was, what are you willing to do about it? Because nothing changes if nothing changes. You've probably tried doing this yourself. And where are you right now, my friend? Are you still in the same exact boat? Now, you have a choice to make. You can stay exactly where you are because nothing changes if nothing changes or you can take action. This is your choice and this is in your control. You can say no more. I'm done passing this anger and rage for generations. This stops right now. I'll do whatever it takes to make changes because what you're doing right now is not working. You can tell yourself, I'll do whatever it takes to make changes. You get to decide that, my friend. Instead of saying, oh, I wish I could hire support and I just can't. No, 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 no. Reframe that. How can I find the money to hire support? Because this is what my family needs. This is what I need to show up for my family in the best way I can. This is what I need to show up as a loving, kind, and understanding, and compassionate mom because I want to change my legacy. I want to break generational cycles. Your family needs the best of you. My beautiful friend, I want to invite you into my 12-week coaching container. This is for you if you prayed for your anger to go away and it has not. It's for you if you read the books listen to the podcast, bought courses, and you still feel stuck. This is for you if you cry yourself to sleep at night, filled with remorse and shame for treating your kids so badly. This is for you if you think of yourself as a mean, rough, aggressive, angry mom. There is hope, my friend. I have a 12-week step-by-step process that will walk you through this journey. You will walk away as a calm, patient, loving, compassionate, and empowered mom. No more daily screaming at your kids. No more crying yourself to sleep. No more your kids telling you that you are a mean and angry mom. No more of the enemy winning this battle. You can decide that today. The next step is to book a clarity call with me. In the show notes, scroll down to the spot where it says book a clarity call. When you are committed, my friend, you will find a way to support yourself. If you decide that this is what I'm doing, I will find a way. Your mind will look for ideas and creative things to come up with the finances so then you can support yourself. You get to do this for your family. This is a gift that you can gift your family, a mom who is loving and kind, compassionate, understanding, a mom who is safe, emotionally safe, and emotionally stable. This is literally the best gift that you can give your kids 10, 15, 20 years from now. 
Doesn't matter if your kids got the toys that they wanted or at the lavish birthday party or if you took them to Disneyland when your relationships with your kids are ruined because of the anger that you were not able to contain as they were growing up. My friend, this is your legacy. You're leaving a legacy. Do this for your family. Do this for your spouse and kids. Do it for your relationships with your family. If you're constantly reading blogs and books and listening to podcasts, you are overloaded with information. Friend, it is time for transformation. This is the answer you've been praying for. My program is that answer. You need this and it will change your life, I promise. By partnering with God and allowing me to support you step by step, you will truly become that mom that you're proud of. The mom that you look back at, at your kid's childhood, and you know that you showed up in the best way that you could for them. The next step, my friend, is to book a clarity call. I am praying for you. I am here whenever you are ready for this investment. And what it looks like to work with me, you have weekly coaching calls with me. You have Monday through Friday Voxer access. This is a messaging app slash voice messaging app where I check in with you daily, like Monday through Friday. I check in with you, making sure you're doing your homework assignments. I encourage you. I send you encouraging messages. I send you verses. I check in that you are implementing the things that you are doing. I'm answering your questions. If you had a hard day, you come and reach out to me. I pray over you, my friend. I also encourage you when you are experiencing wins in your motherhood. I am here step by step. I'm doing everything on my end to show up 110%. And if you just commit to this, you will see massive changes in your life. You don't even have to wait 12 weeks. You will see the transformation just a few weeks in. You will already notice massive changes. Friend, if this is pulling at you, there's a reason for it. Pray about it. Talk to your spouse about it. Express to him how this is affecting you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, how it's weighing you down, how it's making you feel so miserable at the end of the day and that you get to do motherhood once. And this is what you need. And this is the next step for you in order to invest in yourself to show up as the best mom for your kids. My friend, book a clarity call. I cannot wait to chat with you. Booking this call is literally the best thing that you can do right now for yourself as a mom and the best thing that you can do in order to take the next step forward. I cannot wait to chat with you. I'll see you in the next episode. Hi friend, did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.